interrupt this program to bring you a special report. I can't believe it's news. Really? Here's Brad and John. A man who had the winning Powerball ticket one year ago has not received his money. And now he's suing. This was January of last year. The Powerball jackpot was at $340 million. And so this guy who lives in Washington, D.C., he had a ticket for it. So he goes to the D.C. Lottery's webpage to check his numbers. And the numbers on his ticket were an exact match to what was listed as the winning numbers Dang. on the D.C. Lottery page. He even took a picture. Where does, that, the, where does that take your mind? He took a picture of the computer screen. And he kept looking at it. Computer screen, my lottery ticket. Computer screen, and it was an exact match. And so he called a friend or two and said, yeah, this is great. I'm We're going to do it up big. I'm going to go to sleep now because, you know, the numbers come out later at night, I guess. And, and then I'll, uh, I'll check into this tomorrow. I don't know how you go to sleep. With yes. you, if you are holding a ticket and you are looking at a screen that has your numbers and it's 340, that's the end of sleep. For I'm a on long travel time. websites. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on real estate websites. Well, here's the problem the DC lottery posted the wrong numbers on their website. So, which he, he didn't know until he went to the DC lottery office. And they told him what was happening, and they they basically told him, "Yeah, your your ticket is is worth it's nothing." And hey, uh, this ticket is no good. Just throw it in the trash can. And I, I gave him a, a stern look. I said, uh, "In the trash can?" He goes, "Oh yeah, just throw it away. You, you're not going to get paid." There's a trash can right there. Yeah, they said, "Yeah, we just, you know, the people who are do our website, they put up the wrong numbers. So, yeah. you know, that's that happens." That happens. The wrong numbers were up there for three days. <laughs> oh, he double checks the next day. Oh, yeah, yeah it's again, still there. Again, I wasn't dreaming. Yeah. I wasn't dreaming. So far, his attorney has struck out. Something similar happened with the lottery in Iowa last November. They posted incorrect numbers for three hours. They, however, allowed anyone who tried cashing in their tickets at that time to claim the money, but their payouts only range from $4 to $200. So it's a little different. On the dollar damage. Mm. I, you know, I can't blame this guy. You know, you're, you're probably, it's a losing battle. But when $340 million are at stake, ah, you, you, you just try. You try to do what you can. Imagine you've been in prison, John. And the day comes, you've been counting down, crossing off the X's. And, and the day you get out of prison and you think, okay, when I get out of here, I want somebody to pick me up in style. I'm turning this life around. Well, there's nobody to pick you up the day you get out of prison. All your friends have forgot about you. And you get out of prison and you don't have a ride home. What are you going to do? Well, this 23-year-old man named Isaiah Walker, he ended up, thought, you know, a good way to get home from prison would be a Corvette or 10 of them. He ended up stealing a semi-truck from a truck stop in Arizona. He, the He assaulted the driver, then drove off with the car hauler, which was hauling 10 Chevrolet C8 Corvettes worth over a million dollars. They police track him down. He officially, you know, initially refuses to pull over and everything. They finally get him to take pull over and stop and take him into custody and asked him why he stole the truck full of Corvettes. He said had nothing to do with the Corvettes. I just got released from prison and I needed a ride home. <laughs> he was charged with 11 counts of felony theft. A million dollars worth of Corvettes. 
How about, Brad, if you are a, an Uber driver and you get that notification on your phone, <laughs> you got to go pick somebody up at the From prison. And you're probably thinking, well, what kind of a tip am I going to get here if I do this gig, if I, if I pick this person up? You know? And we've had enough stories, and I can't believe it's news over the years, where guys have gone right from getting you know picked oh, yeah. up at prison right to the bank to rob the place. Sure. It happens. There's precedent. Okay, is pizza for breakfast? What do you think? Is pizza acceptable as a breakfast item? Well, I'm guilty as charged. We had a family going to war over this the other day. A 911 call ensues. This happens in Florida. A family getting into a fight over whether pizza is right for breakfast. And that turned into an assault when a woman smacked her mom in the head with a handful of hot grits. This was last Monday morning, 8 o'clock. Proof of the attack was still stuck to the mom's face when deputies arrived at the house. The 28-year-old suspect who hit her mom is the one who called 911, and she greeted deputies with the story of how her mom hit herself in the face. And the deputies are looking at her, coming, come on. They know. They've been around. No, no, she didn't hit herself in the face. The victim told deputies the argument began when um, the daughter, who doesn't even live at the house, it was like sleeping over, insisted on cooking a pizza in the oven. Eight o'clock in the morning, the mom's not like, that's not breakfast. Not in my house. Not doing that. I need the oven for the grits right now anyways. And so then they matched the grits from the side of her face to the <laughs> ones in the pan. Yes, yes, they did. They did a little detective work there. And, uh, yes, they grabbed some of the grits from the mom. She <laughs> grabbed the grits from her mom and hit her in the face with them. And that's it. it pre- you know, it's it's all right for breakfast. But mom gets the, you know, it's mom's house, mom's kitchen, and if mom's got grits plans going in the oven, I think, uh, you know, you got you have to defer to mom in that situation.